Welcome to Policy Today, thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State, produced by the Washington Research Council. This is Lou Moore with the Washington Research Council welcoming you to another edition of Policy Today. And today is the 13th of June, 2017. And I have with me our research director and senior economist, Dr. Chris Schobloom, who is going to talk to us a little bit about state revenue forecasting. How are you doing today, Chris? Oh, I'm doing okay, Lou. It's always a pleasure to be here with you and with our listeners. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's very few things more exciting, I think, than state revenue forecasting. Uh, and so this should be a good episode. Yep. But, uh, but actually, it is pretty important. So so, so if, if, I, if, if I doze off and start snoring, please kick me. <laughs> well, we're in real trouble if you doze off uh, <laughs> on this subject of economics. So um, tell us a little bit about uh, the state's uh, forecasting of, re- of uh, tax revenues. How do they do it? What kind of reports come out about it? So the um, um, since the 1980s, um, revenue forecasting has uh, been done by a independent body, uh, the Economic Revenue and Forecast Council. Um, they've, uh, they've, the belief is this: uh, having an independent body um, may take some of the politics out of out of the out of the forecast process. Um, the, um, um, the the council itself has um, um, uh, the uh, director of the Department of of uh, uh, sort of Revenue and the uh, head of OFM and uh, um, um, and then uh, legislative representatives sitting on it. So, so I'm going to stop you for a second. So, you say they're independent. You mean they're not? Partisan. I mean, they're obviously state officials of various types. They're state officials, but they are they are beholding both to the legislative branch and to the executive branch. Okay. That's the uh, the the big thing. Okay. Um, and so they will, um, um, you know, if you go in the uh, far in the in the past, you'd have uh, legislators and and the executive making independent attempted to make independent forecasts, and this is tries to take that kind of back and forth out of it. Um, um, and then there, there's a professional staff um, um, that uh, that does these forecasts. Um, they do both um, a forecast for the state economy, an economic forecast, and then use that economic forecast as, a, as an input to a revenue forecast. Uh, the the um, uh, cor- forecast is revised four times a year. Um, in um, um, in uh, June, September, and November of every year, and then in February of odd-numbered years uh, and in March of even-numbered years. Why do they do it like that? Um, well, for that first forecast, the, the Mar- February-March uh, forecasts are made when the legislature is in session huh. and in um, in odd-numbered years when the forecast is, comes in February, the legislature is in a short session uh, in even numbered mm-hmm. years, when it comes in March, the legislature is in a, a longer session. So it's 
a little bit later because the legislature is going to be be in session for a bit longer. Uh, and generally, they want uh, they're going to use that um, um, uh, February or March forecast to write a budget. And and the budget is one of the last things that they really they do in the session. So they want the um, the those that forecast to be done. Um, relatively near to the end of the session. So that's what, what they're doing. Now, uh, now, however, now, in some, some years, years uh, they, they went, want to get a little more information. Yes, and, 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 um, <laughs> and this is one of those years where there's a, a really some very difficult budget negotiations going on, Absolutely. and the legislature has gone into overtime. And the, um, the June forecast, which is upcoming, will be the forecast that they use to write the legislative budget. Sure. Knock on wood that they actually do get a budget written in June, and they're they're not rolling all the way on till September. Absolutely, I'm sure state employees and and many others, uh, if not all of us in the state, hope for that. So, yes. uh, so, but 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 let's go back for, before we get into the the juicy uh, elements of the current situation. Uh, Talk to us a little bit more about the economic forecast that they base these uh, revenue numbers on. How, do, how does that work? What do they look at? So they are um, they have a um, a model of the state's economy, um, which um, um, takes as um, inputs um, the uh, results from a model of the national economy. Um, that national that national model is provided by an outside provider. Um, um, the um, um, the uh, so they they use this basic forecast. They also have have access to the the structural model. So they will take the basic uh, national forecast and tweak it a little bit uh, depending on some some um, information that they have and 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 you know they do their own or uh, they use. Um, um, forecasts of oil prices that come from futures markets rather than the ones that are provided by the uh, um, uh, the, the forecast firm, and they also tend to use um, sort of national GDP growth rates that come from an independent set of, of forecasters rather than the ones that come out of the model. But they can plug those into that model to kind of mm-hmm. make everything come out consistent, and then they put it into the state's model. Sure, uh, do a little bit. It's always sort of on these. What you want and what forecasters typically do is they have a, a structural model which they use and and run it and then look at the results and maybe if things look a little bit screwy they'll kick it kick it a few times to get it to to line up a little bit better with uh, what their intuitions say the state should be doing, but uh, but the, but the, but they rely heavily on this model so that uh, so there's some consistency between the what they are forecasting for the various different economic variables that are that they're interested in so um i'm assuming current uh, tax uh receipts have something to do with the adjustments that they make uh, quarterly in this forecast Uh, how do they get new data because a lot of the data that we see is two or three years old from the census or different organizations so so, i mean the, the first thing remember that they're certainly they're looking at at cash receipts as part of their revenue forecasting mm-hmm. model. How much yes. does that relate to, I guess but, I, I, I should but, say, but how much does that relate to the economic uh, forecast the, and, and the, the picture uh, the, they draw there? Um, the revenues 
um, are tied to economic activity. So to the extent that they are are um, um, using the revenues as proxies for underlying economic activity, they may, that may actually help to feed back into the economic forecast. That's kind of what I was asking, because but, cause but that's not, data, there's certain but, but data they're going to get quite, yeah. quite regularly. Um, but it's you know, sort of retail sales and such things, which are the, one of the things they're going to be forecasting, and, okay. and past levels are important for... Um, um, for for figuring out where you where you have been in the past is the first step to uh, towards uh, forecasting where you are going to be in the future. Sure. Um, so um, so they have the, the economic forecast, uh, and then they build a revenue. They have a revenue forecast that's run based on the economic forecast. The um, 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 we're looking to uh, a new revenue forecast to be issued on the 20th of June, Tuesday, the 20th of June. Um, the uh, There's a preliminary version of the economic forecast that will be used in that uh, revenue forecast that was issued earlier in the month. Um, the, um, uh, the, the June preliminary economic forecast is actually a marginally weaker than the um, um, than the forecast uh, used in February for the uh, the February, February um, revenue forecast. Mm-hmm. Slight, just a slight bit, a slight, a slight bit weaker. So, so, uh, so let me clarify about that. So, is this economic forecast issued just prior or on the, basically the same schedule as the revenue forecast? It is as its own document. Yeah, it it is. It's um, um, there's a, a preliminary version of the of the um, of the economic forecast um, that's issued about two weeks before the um, the revenue forecast is presented. Um, that um, that preliminary economic forecast is publicly presented. Um, they get some feedback on it, and based on the feedback, they may revise the economic forecast. And also, there will be some new economic data that comes in um, after the economic uh, preliminary forecast is uh, is issued. So they may actually probably rerun the forecast uh, for a final forecast that will be used in the revenue. But but what they what they they're running is pretty close to the economic to the preliminary forecast. Okay. Except in extraordinary cases. Sure. Um, so um, um, so so you have that forecasting process. Uh, another thing that we should um, probably want to mention are the uh, monthly um, collection reports on revenue. But you frequently uh, uh, give us on podcasts and, uh, and we um, and look at. Uh, mm-hmm. On around the twelfth of each month, you mm-hmm. get a, a, a collections report. It's actually the, the little publication is called the uh, Economic and Revenue Update, uh, and we got one of those um, earlier this week. Um, and that um, um, update uh, showed that revenue has come in a bit higher than had been forecasted. Um, I've got That's become almost the norm over the last couple yeah, of years, hasn't it? It has become the norm, and it's actually, um, it, it looking over long periods of time, it is sort of the norm mm-hmm. that in good times, 
Um, revenue comes in a little bit higher than had been forecasted. However, when things go bad, it tends to come in a great deal below what had been the level of forecast. So it kind of averages out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, small, a large number of misses where your little where you're coming at your the forecast was a little bit low, uh, and then a, a relatively small number of misses where the forecast is much higher than was coming. Sure. Well, coming. well that, that that prompts another question. So the economy is rolling along here in 2006, 2007, and these economists and other folks are diligently issuing these forecasts and, and the revenue reports, and then there's a macroeconomic yes. event that's somewhat cataclysmic. And, and, and actually, and, and typically, an unforecasted, uh, un, almost unforecastable um, sure. um, um, event. Um, you just, you know, the, we've had um, sort of the most over the last um, 20 years, the last two business cycles, um, we've had national um, recessions, which had um, uh, uh, were uh, the, which were set off by the collapse in a bubble, mm-hmm. um, the dot com bubble in the in the early two thousands, and then the and then the housing bubble um, in the in two thousand eight, say, mm-hmm. and 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 the fact of the factor, you know. After the fact, you'll find people who say that they saw that coming and can point to the, the they've done it. But the the fact is that bubbles are bubbles because the majority of people just don't see them. Um, and there are always folks running around saying we're in a bubble or something of one kind or another, and it's all going to fall apart. And they're typically wrong. Sure. Um, and so, so a question there. So the the economists here doing the economic forecast for this state, they rely more than not on others for the macroeconomic yes. input into yes, that report. Yes, yes, they don't. They're not in the in the the business of of trying to predict where the national economy is going. Sure, and and other than the fact that uh, we probably can't fault them much for some inaccuracies around the time of the the Great Recession and AIG and Lehman Brothers problems and whatnot uh, during that period, uh, how has their accuracy been o- overall in terms of these quarterly uh, forecasts, both economic and then and, and and more to the point of this conversation, revenue. So um, it's been a while since I've seen a um, a um, uh, comparison of uh, of the various states' uh, revenue forecasting um, uh, performance, but but at least I, I think it's 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 received wisdom that they're relatively good. Uh, and, and where they're off, they're, they generally underestimate yes. revenue. Yeah, they're conservative yeah, in, in uh, what they do. Yes, yes, and I think okay. I think legislators like having. Um, um, a conservative um, estimate, um, sure. Uh, like like being like I like knowing that there's that's, that there will be more often than not a little bit more revenue coming in than they've they're seeing. It's kind of almost a, a, I've described that at, to some at some uh, occasionally as a hidden reserve. 
mm-hmm. and um, and its uh, legislators are actually quite comfortable having a, a bit of a reserve there that's hidden from view because it's there's less pressure to spend it than there would otherwise be. Sure. Um, so it'll, it'll allow it, it. It works well for them. Sure. Um, so say, but but it has been. I have some numbers here that that cumulatively, if we look at the um, the. Um, the biennium that's just about to end, uh, the 2015-17 biennium, um, the initial um, forecast for revenue for that uh, biennium was $35.5 billion. Um, that was that original forecast came on in September of 2012, quite a while ago, and right now we're expecting a most recent forecast expe- um, is that the revenue for the biennium will come in at 38.2 billion. Mm-hmm. So been a, uh, um, a considerable. Um, um, uh, we're having considerably more revenue than was originally forecast. Now, about half a billion of that is due to legislative changes, um, and about 2.2 is due to just um, um, underestimation of the at, un, at the what the initial forecast. So, uh, legislative changes meaning tax rise, increases in taxes, or other structural changes that might mean the, the that would have the effect of increasing revenue. Efficiencies or department reorganizations yeah, or, or yes. um, okay, um, sure. You know, if you if you increase the the department of revenues um, um, budget for auditors, uh-huh. that will have the effect of knock on wood of actually generating some more revenue. So, so there there are things like that that will. I'm sure some of our listeners uh, hope that suggestion isn't going to go too far. But anyway, uh, very very well. So um, we're coming up on what we hope is the end of this legislative session as yes. you say with uh, you know because of McClurry because of other factors as well a very difficult uh, budget negotiation a lot of competing priorities different philosophies about taxation and how much taxation uh, etc but uh, so uh, your assumption would be looking at these uh, monthly revenue uh, reports and the forecasting uh, the trend of forecasts that there are, there is going to be a little extra money on the table to help that help that negotiation along yeah since the um, uh, we've had four collection reports since the um, the last uh, forecast was issued and uh, take all together um, revenue has come in we've, we've received uh, over those four months uh, 66.6 million dollars more in revenue than had been forecast so the the forecast for this uh, the current biennium is going to be should be increased by that amount Uh, and maybe if uh, they will feel that if they've been under forecasting for those months that there probably is a little bit more money coming in than forecast in the last three weeks of this biennium um, and, and they're likely to say, based on on this, that uh, that their revenue forecasts for the upcoming biennium are a little bit low. So I would expect to see a little bit more of upward adjustment um, there. 
Mm-hmm. Although, I, as I noted, the uh, their 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 the uh, economic forecast is marginally weaker going forward than it had been, and that might argue for uh, a re- uh, some reduction in revenue. So it's. Although, although what also has happened, it turns out that the economy has been weaker. I think in the now they think the economy was weaker in the first quarter and, and now in the second quarter than they had forecast it's going to be. And even though we've got a weaker forecast, you've gotten more revenue than they expected, which means that mm-hmm. the, that per dollar of economic activity the economy is a bit more productive than they had thought it would going would be and so that carries forward you to kind of maybe offsetting somewhat the weakness in the, the slightly weaker weaker economy so when are we expecting the revenue forecast it, it will be um, on uh, Tuesday the uh, 20th 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Tuesday the 20th. You can watch it on TVW. Uh, Absolutely. And they actually, they actually send out a press release just when the meeting meeting uh, opens up, so you can can kind of may even be able to see know the results before they actually speak them. All right. Well, stay tuned for that and subsequent developments. Yes. Chris, thanks a lot. It's a pleasure. Uh, My name is Lou Moore. We're both with the Washington Research Council. We encourage you to go to researchcouncil.org to find out more about our organization and to look at our written reports or listen to other podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us today. Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.